So out of all the things you've done in your life, would you say this has become the most, pa- your biggest passion probably or Absolutely. no? Okay. Uh, I mean, I've always been involved in music and ministry. I was called when I was 17 hmm. to be in some form mm-hmm. of music ministry and I've I've never, I had never got to pursue it just as my complete livelihood, you know. Did you ever go to college for it? No, I went to college for construction management. Nice. <laughs> nice. <laughs> Lord has a sense of humor there. Yeah. Wow. So I was, I did construction work really to earn a living. Mm-hmm. I mean, and then I would do music ministry kind of on the side. Mm-hmm. Uh, but this opportunity came to just, you know, be able to earn mm-hmm. a living and, and fulfill my calling and my passion wow. all in the same It's just like, same that's thing. totally God working in yes. your life like that. And it that's was amazing. unforeseen. I mean, I was literally on a scaffold board uh, hanging vinyl siding two years, <laughs> two and a half years ago wow. when I got a phone call about getting to sing here. Mm. I mean, I just never seen You never thought about yeah. that at God's all. always got a plan if yes. you listen. Yep, absolutely. <laughs> Welcome to the Jackson Old Bible College Podcast. This is episode 12, and I am your host, Wade Woodhouse, joined once again by Gracie Person and Joey Waller. Hello. Hey, y'all. So we just uh, we just had Hawaiian night here at the college, which is a pretty fun time. We all get to dress up like we either were tourists visiting Hawaii, or <laughs> that's how I went. I went as a dad with like my <laughs> my boat shoes and khakis and your three kids and my three kids. <laughs> and some people come as if they live in Hawaii. Um, we had a lot of natives tonight. Oh dear. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, but most I guess we all look like tourists. I think the the sunscreen and the sunburn, you know, those are always that's the fun ones. Yeah, yeah when people those like paint fun. their face red, like it's burnt. And then uh, we always have pokey bowls or poke bowls. Yeah. Pokey is it with a pokey? Yeah, pokey, pokey. So good. Annie does such a good job. Yeah, a bunch of different kind of meat and put it on rice with soy sauce. We have this poke sauce, pokey sauce. <laughs> that stuff is the spiciest thing Dude, that, that i like like you put it on and it's like oh that tastes pretty good but then it, like the afterburn just yeah. killed me and i i like had to power through the rest of my bowl because i didn't want to <laughs> waste it but i put too much of that stuff in there yeah i just stuck with the spicy mayo or whatever yeah but then we had the um what is it called the limbo challenge oh my goodness the third annual i think yeah. how many years have we been doing hawaii night what's the start i would it? say um, it's it was... at least three if not I have three, four, three or four. I'm trying to think, four or five. Do you remember what started it? It was just like a random. I think I wanted more parties, so I just there was the, there was the year where Gracie had a party every week. Every week, every week we do like karaoke, or we would yeah. do we do t- random talent shows. I do, yeah. I just remember thinking like I'm exhausted from party, <laughs> but it was a fun year. But a lot of like great like medieval night came from there. Yeah, Hawaii hillbilly night, night, hillbilly night. It's really changed. We I did think, a, the whole a pirate thing. night, didn't we? Uh, no. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> you're thinking medieval night. Some people came as pirates too. No, medieval. you're thinking we, we way like back a, in the day we did a pirate night. Oh. I know that. We did like a Western murder mystery. That was fun. That was fun. The Western murder mystery. That yes. was epic. So we that did, was... we've had a lot, but the limbo, like you, you might think like limbo, that's pretty lame. Like kids play that, but it's so competitive. Like I lower, me and Gracie were holding the bar and I yeah. feel guilty lowering it. I felt really bad. Cause I'm like, I'm going to hurt a kid. Uh-huh. 
and Ramsey won. Ramsey so. Gross. Ramsey Gross is the champion. It was insane. I I, rem- I would I screamed when I saw it because it it looked uh, inhumane. Yeah, inhumane. Like usually, like Dirk will like play too, and so then he'll like win. But it was solo. Even Dirk. Dirk couldn't even couldn't get, really. Yeah. So like Riley uh, got out. He's the first undisputed champion yep. we've ever had. Yeah. So shout out to Ramsey's. Mm-hmm. Wow. Yeah, and also this week we have the second half of. Prophecy. So basically, just I guess Revelation is mostly going to be this week. Last week was Daniel. This week is Revelation with Doctor Benware. Um, so that's always a good, a good class. Yeah, for sure. Exciting, exciting to have Benware. I always love to like talk to him like the twenty minutes before he has class and eat breakfast <laughs> with him. It's such a he's joy. so he's so funny. He has his little. I wouldn't say quirks. I would just say his preferences. So he's particular. He's very particular. So today he. He asked me in the lodge, can I have one of those mugs you used to have? You know, the ones that like have the, like uh, the World we need War you for II? the army. Yeah. yeah. World War II ones. <laughs> he, he wanted that. He's like, I just love the fit in my hand. I'm... And so I was like, I know where they are. I went over to the war room storage and grabbed two out for him. <laughs> He's like, man, that's the best thing ever. <laughs> I was just talking to someone today about like mugs and how they feel like, and they're just really? like, there's a certain mug. It's like bad mug. Uh, yeah. No, I get it. Do your mugs have to have handles, or can they be just handleless? Yes, handles, and then it it has to be small enough to where you can finish it, and then it'll still be it's all still hot. Like if you get like the sixteen ounce, like it's big, it's usually cold. It's like by the time you get it's ice cold. That makes sense. So there's like a a thought process to mugs. Interesting. Oh, I've never put that much thought into mugs. (laughs) I was I was working pretty hard today. I mean, I (laughs) (laughs) I don't drink many hot beverages anyway. I'm not a coffee guy. So I'll drink tea every once in a while. Or, actually, I've been on a hot chocolate kick. What? Like, wow. like Jess and I will sit down and watch a movie at night, which we haven't done in a while. But we've been so busy. But we were like, oh yeah, let's just have hot chocolate. We did it like we did it like three times in one week. Like, <laughs> if you get a good hot chocolate, that's pretty hard. to And do. we have like a it's like a malt hot chocolate, so it has like a little bit of a different flavor. It's huh. Good. Interesting. An inappropriate flavor. What is um, malt? Malta. <laughs> it's like, you know, you can get like a milkshake or you could do a malt. It's like there's malt powder. It gives oh, it like okay. a little, I don't even know what it is. It's like kind of like a, it's hard to describe the flavor, but it. What are those little candies? It's like a malt like ball. You know, like a, a malt ball. A, Moth balls. Yeah. No. <laughs> the things you have in your belly button? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Isn't that lint? Yeah. <laughs> anyway. You can take that out. Um, <laughs> we got a, we got a email from a. A steadfast listener. Um, it's a guy. We'll just we won't mention names, but we'll say he. Protect the innocent. Yes. Seems like pretty sensitive information. Um, and very close to the pod, though. He's he's <laughs> been you know he he dialogues with us from time to time, and this time he he needs some help. So we're gonna start a new segment here. It's called Life Advice. <laughs> Sorry. And we are definitely qualified for this. So here's here's what. He wrote, anonymous man wrote. So growing up, something that I always noticed was that my grandparents' house always smelled a little bit funny. I've always chalked it up to them being a little weird and thinking that garlic pills were super healthy. (laughs) You know, and I think we can all um, relate to that. Uh Sometimes grandparents' houses, maybe it's a really old house or whatever. Their cologne or something. Yeah. Yeah. But he goes on to say, however, I recently went home and noticed that my parents, who are newly grandparents, 
or they're now, now grandparents. grandparents. Uh-huh. Um, their house has developed a smell that's pretty funny too. Not good. <laughs> Here's where I need advice, he says. How do I tell them that their house smells bad? Or is this just a normal phase of life? And do I just need to accept this? So yeah, let's I, offer some advice. Let's help this, I'll this go guy first. out. Yeah, this is what I would do. I think it's unacceptable. I'm a pretty big smell guy. Like, I don't like bad smells. Yeah. What I would do is, like, when I visit, I would bring one of my more honest friends. Oh. So that friend would be like, what is that smell? Do you guys smell that? And then they don't know what it is. And I'm like, oh, that's our house. So then I almost have, like, that truth teller, un, you know, unknowingly expose that their house is smelly. Okay, and and but then you the, don't you don't prep the truth teller. No, I don't you say anything about it. I'm just like, hey, it. Tommy, you should come that over to it. Person has to be very blunt to do that. <laughs> but there are people, you know, and they're like, do you smell that? Like, because there's been times I've been exposed. I'm like, oh shoot, like that's a problem in my life. And then that person huh. has told me, it's like you're my only friend. Do you have who would be the truth teller? <sighs> I don't know, dude. Some, Andrew's pretty good. Andrew, you're right. <laughs> Andrew, like Andrew would like if you brought Andrew to the house, you'd be like. Do you guys smell that? He's like, what is that smell? And he would like... He wouldn't walk, drop it. <laughs> he wouldn't drop it. And then eventually it would like click. He'd be like, that's their smell. Oh. They smell like this all the time. Okay. That's so, his advice. So like, but what is the source of the smell? Is it like... Because I had a, a friend's house growing up and their house had a very distinct smell. And I'm like, is it just because of what they cook or... Huh. I think they don't wash I think their detergent. Clothes? I don't know. Because my parents' house... When I go back, I love their smell. Huh. Like my mom always says, like it's just very like nostalgic fresh. for you. Yeah, well, it's, like not, my it's mom's not even smell. my house. It's not yeah, your yeah. house. Smells oh, like very okay. good. Yeah. yeah, their new one. It's like they're new, like I've never lived there, but I'm like this just smells like so refreshing to be here. I feel cleaner just being here. Well, I know this listener's parents don't have an issue like with cleaning up after themselves. Yeah. It's not that they're not clean. It could like, be it, like a certain type of detergent or it, cleaning. Yeah agent or something is the key here though age because he was talking about grandparents house and now his parents who are now grandparents but there are some people that are older and their house smells nice though but this would infer that his parents house didn't smell until they became yeah no i think it i think it changed but he also moved out of the house he moved out and he he never he probably never knew so it smelled until he he grew up in the stink yeah. yeah so he was stinky it's kind of like maybe the, he's still stinky. I've been trying maybe to maybe his house smells, but we don't know. He was Taylor Swift. He <laughs> Wait, you have to explain that to listeners. Know. Listeners, I'm trying to. <laughs> oh dear. Every time I watch the NFL, they show Taylor Swift a lot, and I'm frustrated. And every time I see her, I think she looks like she smells. So I'm trying to tell everybody that she Taylor smells. Swift smells. Hmm. Yeah. So that's a side note. There. It's a side note. Hmm. Make it trending. Hashtag Taylor Smells. <laughs> Taylor Smells. New segment. That's why they break up with her randomly. I tell you what, like the NFL has gone downhill yeah. ever since they started showing a lot of Taylor Swift. Like it was kind of cool at the beginning. Oh, like, you know, they're dating or whatever. But for like after two games, it's like, like it's, get out of it's here. It's like 20 minutes. It's like I just want to see football. Yeah. Like it's an amazing amount of football time. Uh. So that's why it's like she just looks like she smells. <laughs> I have advice for this listener. I would say when you go to your parents' house, you should do something to eliminate the odor. And it could be them knowing it or not. So go take out the trash, 
I've, mm. you can go to the Dollar Tree and you can get these like little oils that have like a good fragrance. You can, you can like drop a few of those in the trash can, like just the can and then put the liner on top. That, that's Dang. a good way to do it. Or you can get one of those plugins, you know, those like, uh, does it have bad stuff in it though? Like you have to be careful what kind see, of, no, you just get so some get. essential oils and just drop, yeah, if you drop, and drop hundreds of, of thousands of dollars. <laughs> No, those are, the oils at Dollar Tree are like I don't know what they are. Are they real though? Does it have cancer causing stuff? Dude, I don't care. I don't know. They're probably that just stuff. diluted. See, here's here's. I the would thing. rather like, smell than have cancer. But. <laughs> like you can have essential oils that are like the oil is just pure whatever. Like say uh-huh. lavender, they yeah. just pure that lavender. That smells good. Or the, like the more cheaper ones. Yeah, the cheap. They have a lot of like um, other oil mixed into the lavender, yeah. like like a base oil. But why would that cause cancer? It's just, I don't. I don't. It wouldn't. It's cause phalates, dude. I don't. It, know. As long I've, as I've it's seen it on YouTube. As oh. long as it's real, it could be synthetic. Yeah. Maybe that's what you're talking about. Yeah. But that's what you could do. You just take a little, like a spray bottle, yeah. or just like a little dropper and drop yeah. all these little. I do it at my own house. Oils. Like I'll put oils in my. So trash you're can. like secretly just do everything you can to clean up. Me? Yeah. You're oh like, yeah, yeah, no, yeah. Just... No, I think he should do that. And then, yeah. have you seen those like plugins that kind of diffuse? good like smells into the air i put i just put I a few put, of those out i put those in my house i do yeah. like that like people like come in they're like what is that yeah. smell i'm like well i think it's the same like with a car you should always be aware of like how your car smells too that's true because that can get really that bad is true. so i have been in some cars that i'm like whoa you want someone <laughs> what are you doing <laughs> mama <laughs> like it's not that hard to smell good in this day and age i think you should try like to put that, just like start doing things, the little things you do, they might notice, they might not, but regardless, it'll help their life. I think it's bit. even better when they don't notice, because then they're just like, I just smell good. Th-. Like, <laughs> yeah. some people think it's just dumb luck that you smell good. Yeah, no. And it's like, whenever I'm around them, it just smells good. Like, I just uh-huh. want to be around that. They don't think they paid a dollar for... So I guess there's a time, there's a point in time where the child has to start taking care of their parents. Yeah. Mm. And maybe it starts with you making their house smell, smell I will say, you're probably the yeah, reason you it were, used to smell. You were, this, we know this. Dude, I tell you what. <laughs> he was. Like, diapers, man. Oof. So the parents definitely dealt with your stink, so now you uh-huh. can deal with theirs. Yeah. I think that's, Dang. I think that's. Or you can just bring your honest friend. No, honest friends. Two so, options. Vote on these two things. <laughs> we'll have smell a poll. draft. You smell the best. <laughs> I'm funny. a firm believer in Febreze too. Like I don't know if that causes cancer. But oh yeah, there's good. I think yeah. there's good Febreze. So anytime, like, just after you go, I just spray that. Greasy. Good. I'm sorry. There are children listening. Dude. <laughs> I'm just saying you. That can go a long way, and you just smell is not something you have to live with. As long as you're aware with it, you should do something about it. Yeah, because some people aren't aware. Well, if you get used to it, how are you going to? That's be true. Aware? Exactly. If I start smelling, please let me know. Okay. <clears throat> Who's the honest guys... friend here? <laughs> want... I'm, I'm talking to all. You're the sitting listeners a little out too there. close. <laughs> I'm talking to all the listeners. If you ever smell me, like Joe, I meant bad. to tell you. Just, I'm just sorry. let me know. I'm sorry I had to be here, but yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry with all these listeners, with all twelve listeners. Yes. <laughs> all right. Well, I hope we helped you out random um citizen listener (laughs) and if you have more um more things you guys need you'd help with uh you know where to you know where to write to Mm -hmm. jhbc uh, jhbc podcast pod at gmail.com that that was hard to get out um all right we're gonna switch gears here and we're gonna get to the final interview that we have from our arc trip in november 
And this is one that Gracie got to have. I wasn't there. Um, but she got to sit down with um, a guy named J.R. View. And he's part of a band called True Song. And they are the resident artists at the Creation Museum in the Ark. And I, I think they've only been the resident artists for about a year or so. Yeah, it's super um, new transition. Uh, the the old guys were, were my favorites, Southern Salvation. But these... True song, they're they're pretty good. Like we got to see them while we were there, and they do, they've got a lot of talent. Uh, it's four guys, and they sing a lot of harmony, and um, they're they're, you know, they're performers too, so they put on a good show. Um, but I'm excited to hear this. I haven't I haven't heard this yet, so we're gonna share the interview that Gracie did with Jay Arby. Welcome to the Jackson Hole Bible College podcast. I'm your host, Grace Person, sometimes called Gracie, and I am with Jay Arview. And we are actually at the Ark Encounter right now, kind of in a downstairs room. We pulled him aside. He is, are you the leader now of the True Song music? Uh, they, I mean, I'm kind of the manager okay. per yeah. se, but I mean, with this group, we don't make any decisions without everybody just being yeah. collaborative of things. And tell I'm us the what one you that's do. responsible within the ministry. I'll put it that okay, way, you're the so. responsible ones. Okay, so they're just kind of the singers <laughs> on stage with you. We yeah. actually heard them perform their true song. They're kind of new here. How long uh-huh. have you been doing this? So this group started May of 2022. May of 2022. And the vision came from Ken Ham, the founder and CEO here. Okay. And he wanted a house group to perform concerts just for the daily guests. Mm. And initially it was just at the Ark Encounter. Uh, but then the Creation Museum folks were like, now wait a minute, <laughs> we want, we want to hear some music too. So we do, Got some, a little jealousy going. We do about uh, three concerts a week there and then five down here at the Ark during the, the regular season. Wow, how does your voice handle all that just from a singer I, perspective? I mean, it's like a muscle. Okay. Uh, the more you keep it, working yeah. then the, the stronger it'll be right I, mean, well, I think the lord gives you strength too probably sure, because this is sure. this is would you consider this your ministry here or what what do you do outside of it like do you, you have family life or what goes on oh yeah but i mean it is mm-hmm. it is my life mm-hmm. uh, every one of the guys with true song all four of us it's a calling mm-hmm. you you wouldn't be able to do this day after day no. <laughs> and and truly reach people for mm-hmm. the kingdom yeah. in, if it wasn't a direct calling right. from the lord well i loved how i was listening to the concert here and yeah. they performed on on stage in the answer center so if you ever come to the ark encounter <laughs> make sure you come during a true song concert because it was phenomenal awesome but basically they share the gospel every time yes. now who's who i guess y'all are all a unit so mm-hmm. who is kind of like would you say is the lead you said they're the responsible one who kind of formed the group with y'all that was me really oh, okay. so uh i kind of made a relationship with ken ham hmm. early in or in the summer of 2021 i was getting huh. to perform here but as a contractor nice yeah not like an in-house you right, know, right 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 ministry owned staff hmm. uh, okay. group and you know he brought that vision to me then hmm. so at the beginning of 2022 like I was hired on staff officially to form True Song. Okay. So it started with just me and a <laughs> just vision. Just you. Nice. Just me and a vision. Wow. And it took me, you know, three or four months to mm. really pray and seek God that he brings mm. the right team together. Mm. Uh, and the vision was to be pretty diverse so that way we can reach 
uh, a wide audience. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, here at these attractions, y'all have seen just oh, we there's have a... every walk of life. Yeah. So from the littlest ones mm-hmm. on up, you know, to ones mm-hmm. rolling around in scooters. Mm-hmm. So it's just uh, we, we, our music really appeals to a wide range. But okay. The same thing with the guys. I wanted yes. guys that could really speak to mm. uh, uh, to everyone. Now, could you introduce their names so that because they're not here with us today, yeah. we just have you, <laughs> which is awesome. But yeah. we would love to have them on. So my on very the... first phone call was a guy named Jarrett Grubbs. Okay. And Jarrett, I had never met personally. I'd heard him sing once, and that was it. <laughs> but I, he's young, and I thought, man, great voice, mm-hmm. and I just felt the spirit hear, hearing him sing, mm-hmm. and he could reach that younger audience. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'm only 37, mm-hmm. but I'm kind of an old soul. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so I wanted that younger element. Yes, definitely. So he's, he come on board and added that element, and then Dusty Barrett is our tenor singer, primarily, uh, he's the old man of the group, but not too old. Okay. Wait, you said, who's the first one again? Jarrett. Well, Jarrett and then Barrett. Jarrett and Barrett. I know, <laughs> a lot of double concerts. Okay, so. okay, that kind of threw me off for some, <laughs> some reason. <laughs> Moving along, okay. Yeah, so Dusty is our tenor. He's great at what he does, but again, he's just got a heart and, mm. uh, for what we do. So Oh, it was, yeah, he has the high voice, right? Yes. Man, yes, yes. he could nail those notes. I was just like he in can, awe. I mean, he can hit that the big, you know, rafter-shaking mm-hmm. moments, yep. but then he can bring it down to just a real sweet mm-hmm. uh, melody that just grabs you mm. and just really speaks mm. to your heart that's cool so at the time it was just me dusty and Jarrett. okay and it was just a trio we were doing concerts here hmm. and Jarrett had to be gone for a few days I had a prior obligation before getting hired so i'd look at dusty and i'm like man you know anybody that can just fill in with us mm-hmm. just for a few days and he goes yeah i got this friend michael howard who lives in the northern kentucky area and he's act- he's a piano player but he can sing too <laughs> So I was like, all right, call him up. He said he, he'll come fill in, but he won't be looking for no full-time position. Right. He and his wife own a furniture store here and stuff. <laughs> he had his life going already. Yeah. Yeah. But he comes in about two days, <laughs> two days of getting to perform here. He's like, you know, maybe I should pray about this a little bit. Um, so You sold him. We sold you? him. So then he came on as our fourth guy. Nice. And, I mean, I had never met Michael Howard. And Dusty mm-hmm. and Jarrett, I had only heard them sing, but really not spent any time yeah. with them. Um, and Jarrett was, I mean, we're all kind of just new together, yeah. minus Dusty and Michael. They were mm-hmm. the only two that knew each other prior to this. Mm-hmm. And now, um, a year and a half in, it's a brotherhood. I mean, well, you, I hope y'all can sense that on, no, st- I, on I stage. No, I do. Yeah, definitely. You would think you're, and you've only been together for a little over a year. Yeah, close to a year and a half Close to now. a year and a half. Okay. And yeah, it just seems like you've been singing forever yeah. together. And it's just like on cue like when they come in together you'll if you ever hear them it's like it's just <laughs> synchronized and they all it can tell yeah. the passion they have for yeah. what they do for the ministry here yeah. on stage and off that's yeah. the camaraderie yeah. and mm-hmm. the, the direction the vision we're all on the same page so god wow. knew what he was doing I, yes no praise the lord he brought you all yeah. together like that phenomenal <laughs> wow okay so how did you get into just you personally into the music realm like when did music start for you and then i do want to ask oh, your goodness. testimony and how christ yeah. came into your life since so. i was born uh, okay. my, my family is a very musical family oh nice but it's more i mean country music's really my background yeah no i can hear it in your accent yeah well, <laughs> i'm from southern illinois nice but, i'm from arkansas and i don't even have an accent uh, and i'm deeper than you. southern illinois is a pretty 
it's pretty diverse. You you mm-hmm. got some city folk, but then you got a bunch of rednecks, farmers. And <laughs> I love that. I'm a carpenter by trade. Oh, cool. So that's wow. been my life outside of yeah. music has been just, you know, reno- renovation work. I love so that. Yeah. I've okay. I've crawled under houses, on houses, <laughs> attics, everything. Wow. You'd belong in my hometown too. <laughs> we all. But the family being musical, my dad mm-hmm. was a big influence. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's actually an evangelist, singer, wow. songwriter awesome. too. My mom played piano when I was a kid. My younger brother's a bass player. My older brother was a drummer. So <laughs> at 15, I was a worship leader really? at, a, at a small church where my dad was pastoring at How the time. How cool. Huh. So it's a very musical family. Mm-hmm. I mean, I've, I've always been involved in some sort of music. Okay. And so it was just natural that, you know, when you... Uh, so you were Ken's friend somehow. You came into contact well, with Ken Hayes. Yes, yes. As being a contracted singer here okay. in the summer yeah. of 21. Kind and of developed a good relationship. How did that go? So you're from oh, the had... South here, and he's like Australian. How is that even yeah. possible? How well, he's the very sarcastic. Oh, so I am I. So it fits. Oh, great. Yeah, we've noticed that. We've actually had Ken Ham out at the college. Yeah. Thing, and he's come out, and you would think he's like this very stoic like uh-huh. you look at him know. in a corner you're like is he angry at the world no sorry Ken Ham, if you're listening but <laughs> <laughs> sometimes you get that but maybe we're just intimidated you know yeah. but he is so hilarious but you you got he has the de- deadpan when he gives the joke and yeah. the delivery is on point point. and very then dry. you're like wait should I take that seriously? <laughs> my, like, uh, a slight pause but my first day here that I was singing like I I had a you know contractor badge on, but I guess this group of teenagers comes up to me, and they're like, "We heard Ken Ham is here today. Is that true?" And I was thinking like, "Well, yeah, it's on schedule. I just talked to him a few minutes ago, and I didn't realize who he that he was that big of a deal." But yeah. they ran away like going, "Oh my, Ken Ham is here!" <laughs> well, because he's so. so down to earth, you would never expect, but he is yeah. really well known. Yeah, yes, obviously, very much. really cool. So. Out of all the things you've done in your life, would you say this has become the most pa- your biggest passion, probably, or absolutely? No? Okay. Uh, I mean, I've always been involved in music and ministry. I was called when I was seventeen hmm. to be in some form mm-hmm. of music ministry, and I've, I've never, I had never got to pursue it just as my complete livelihood you know did you ever go to college for it no i went to college for construction nice (laughs) nice lord has a sense of humor there yeah so i was i did construction work really to earn a living Mm -hmm. i mean and then i would do music ministry kind of on the side Mm -hmm. Uh, but this opportunity came to just you know be able to earn Mm -hmm. a living and and fulfill my calling and my passion wow. all in the same it's just like the same thing. that's totally god working in yes. you like that and it was amazing. unforeseen i mean i was literally on a scaffold board uh hanging vinyl siding two years or <laughs> two and a half years ago wow. when i got a phone call about getting to sing here mm. i mean i just never seen you never it thought about yeah. that god's all. always got a plan if yes. you listen yep absolutely <laughs> now a little bit about your testimony and you said you're in a christian family mm-hmm. obviously he's, your dad's a pastor yes. and then how did it become your own faith when you were maybe young or whenever you got saved yeah i mean i was in church nine months before i was born if you know what i mean <laughs> i know what you mean yeah <laughs> took so, me a little bit i'm a little slow but yeah <laughs> you know i don't have one of them testimonies where God saved me from a lifetime of sin. No, right, no, right. no. Mine is the opposite. Mm. At six years old, I felt just called. And even mm. at that age, I knew that I needed a Savior. Mm-hmm. So my testimony is that He's protected me Amen. from a lifetime. Right. 
I mean, I've got mm-hmm. ups and downs, struggles. We all do. We're yes. all human. We Amen. all live in a fallen world. Mm-hmm. Um, but from six years old onward, I've I've never doubted, and I've always just had a great relationship mm-hmm. with the Lord. I mean, mm-hmm. we, we, we butt heads from time to time, but he's always right, and I <laughs> have to come back and say I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah. And, now, uh, you have a family of your own, correct? Mm-hmm. Now, how many children do you have? Just one. I have one. He's my namesake. Okay. I'm actually Joseph. My, oh. na- my real name is Joseph. So okay. Joseph William. Wow, we started off with a lie today, y'all. Sorry about that. <laughs> oh, come on. <laughs> I'm just kidding. No. I'm the third. Here's why. Jay. I'm Joseph the third. Which means my dad's Joe, my grandpa's Joe. I had to be something else. <laughs> of course, yeah. And my son is now Joseph the Fourth. So okay, that's pretty cool. And my nice. wife Vanny, mm-hmm. uh, my wife works for Answers Academy, the school that's How part cool. of this ministry, and he goes to school there. Nice. So it works out well. She wow. goes to work and takes him to school, and then I get to come to work and wow. do my thing. So, mm. yeah, God's And blessed. every night you get to be together. It's mm-hmm. just awesome. That is really cool. And, and being able to raise my son in an environment like this, oh, yeah. you know, which is all about training up the next generation. Yeah, equipping them to go yeah. reach the world. Because I'm know? not the smartest man, and that usually there's someone here that is smarter, and they can answer those questions. <laughs> or just your wife. Okay, go teach him that. <laughs> well, yeah, yeah. How cool is that? Wow. So if someone were to um, look y'all up, where would they find your yeah. your band, your group? Uh, about everywhere. I mean, our music <laughs> is streaming. So if you listen to you know Spotify, mm-hmm. Amazon, Apple mm-hmm. Music, iTunes, any of those, you can look up True Song. So True yeah, Song whoever's music. listening, whatever platform you're on Pretty right much. now, probably you're, yeah, you're... YouTube. We got a YouTube channel. Oh, nice. um, but we have a landing page website called uh, well, it's actually arkencounter.com okay. slash true song. And you'll see all things true song. We're on you know social media, Facebook, Instagram. Okay. So we love to connect with you. Wonderful. Now, do you ever go to people's churches? Do they ever invite you out and you get to do like a... Or are you too busy here with the Ark? We are rather busy here. Uh-huh. And yeah. again, the initial vision was just to be a house artist. Mm-hmm. But, uh, you know, with our music reaching out into the Christian music industry, we're yeah. getting more attention. Mm-hmm. And that's that's awesome. That's mm-hmm. the goal is draw more people here yeah. to yeah. be exposed to the ministry of Answers in Genesis. Mm-hmm. So now we are getting invites, uh, which we'll have a limited yeah. outside tour schedule. I'd okay, say. well, can you come to my church? No. Maybe. <laughs> He's like, I don't know about you. But <laughs> <laughs> wonderful. Now, what okay when you're maybe cre- another question maybe we're kind of closing off you have to get somewhere but um <laughs> you're like when is she going to be done asking questions no so when you create a song cuz this is all like you're you're coming up with your own material here okay from scratch basically right so, sometimes, sometimes sometimes and i i noticed you have some christian or christmas songs where yeah. you kind of start with like o come yeah. manual or and then you kind of mm-hmm. shift into your own variety own. Yeah. i love that yeah. Now, what is the main like message you try to include into your songs um, to reach the Christian community? Like, what yeah. do you think people need to hear? I mean, obviously, the gospel—you always make that a priority when you're giving the when you're doing concerts and things. What message is kind of infiltrated into all your music there? Well, really, the way we approach is this: whether we're writing a song or if someone sends us music, mm-hmm. if it speaks to me, mm-hmm. I mean, if it really gets a hold of my life mm-hmm. and you know affects me in a way. Then I feel that it'll affect mm-hmm. our audience as well. Mm-hmm. So there's really not one main topic right. per se, as long as it's the truth. Right, amen. And that's why we called ourselves True Song. True Song, yeah. Is because this ministry here, it's all about standing on the truth of mm-hmm. God's word. 
and mm-hmm. we do the same thing with our songs. So as long wow. as it's true and it's <laughs> and it's going to reach people, then that's what we want to sing about. Wow. Well, thank you so much for having that impact, you know, pleasure. in the ministry, and you've <laughs> blessed our lives. I mean, I was taking videos. You, I put them on the yeah, Jacksonville cool. Bible College story of Instagram awesome. and Facebook. I was like, this has got to be sh- show the world, man. So thank you for what you do, and thank you for being on our podcast. Thank you so much. It's been a pleasure, Jay, and we <laughs> hope to maybe cross paths again. Come see us anytime. <laughs> Ark Encounter or Creation Museum. We're going to be there. Yes. Well, thank you for joining us on the Jacksonville Bible College podcast. We are with Jay. Remember your last name? Our view. Our view. Yeah. It's, um, I'm not going to remember that. Not our that. view, but our view. Our view. Okay. <laughs> well, it's a pleasure having you here. Thank you once again. Well, that was great. That was my first time listening to that, and I think he did a great, great job, Gracie. He's a he's a really neat guy. Thanks. I did get to te- talk to him a little bit uh, while we were there, just for a minute or two. Um, but yeah, really good guy, and obviously uh, good music, and pretty cool how God brought them together. You know, he said he was just you know two two years ago he was putting on vinyl siding, <laughs> <laughs> and now he's singing with with his his band at at uh, Ark every day. So that's pretty cool. Yeah. I know that that's your dream, Wade, to be in a quartet. Like, I know you just, <laughs> you hear that story, and you're like, I could have been that piano player. Dude, I am guy. just waiting for God to put me on a stage somewhere. <laughs> Actually, no, I, seriously, I think that would be a lot of fun. I mean, I can't sing a lick, but, Wait, you like, you're getting better. I don't know. Like, see, and part of it is is the guys before True Song, who were the resident artists, uh, Southern Salvation. Biggest fan. This is I am their biggest fan. Wade is their biggest fan. Yeah. And Southern Salvation. Um, I got, yeah, I got to hang out with those guys a couple of times and, um, they, yeah, they, they haven't they asked him on yet, but really piqued my interest. Yeah. And Hey, they're just a trio. And so they need a fourth. <laughs> it is great when, when I get up in the morning, it's very rare, but like the times when like Wade is like making breakfast by himself and I wake up early and I see him before I go off to work and he's just rocking out he to always Southern, rocking. Southern Salvation. And it's just like, dude, you're crazy. <laughs> <laughs> or Sovereign Grace. Yeah. This morning, what did you do? Um... City well, of Light? No. We were listening to it was I just had a, a Pandora playlist on. There's a lot of Gettys and Sovereign Grace. Yeah. And um that's that's usually my go to because it's it puts different stuff on it. But yeah, I definitely Southern Salvation. Um but maybe I should get into some true song. I don't know. I I did enjoy their concert a lot. It was and, good. They were um, rocking out. Yeah, really neat guys. Like um I think I only got to talk to Jay, but I've heard um, we have some other friends that that uh, volunteered the ARC a lot, and um, they said that all these guys are are great guys. Yeah. So pretty cool. So um, hopefully we'll have to see them again next year when we go, and who knows how long they'll be there. But one thing that's interesting to me is to see the different people involved in True Song. Like you have Jay, and so he like had he felt some calling when he's younger, and he you know pursued it kind of. And then you have a couple other people, like, what are they doing? Give the furniture guy, mm-hmm. he's just kind of chilling, make, you know, kind of working, and then it's just a total shift. Like, mm-hmm. what, how do we pursue what we feel God should lead us in? Or, like, like you have, I don't know, it's just so weird to hear, to Jay, is like, okay, I need to go to music, and then these other guys just kind of go with 
the wind mm-hmm. and like, oh, well, now I think I should do music or, I don't know. That's been a thing that I've been kind of pondering lately of like, do you pursue your dreams? You just let them kind of come to you and huh. just kind of go with the flow. I think I fall more on the side of let them come to you. Maybe yeah. that's a very like, <laughs> Is that, lazy um, way to do things. What are they called? Uh, yeah. There was a quote. I can't even think about it. What is it? It's like an, you're in, it's entitled if you feel like you will get that opportunity. Oh, right? yeah. Like, I don't know. <laughs> is that entitlement? We're like, well, it'll just happen. Or do you need to go and get it? I don't know. Like, what, know is the most, what is the best way? I think um, us as Christians, obviously, having some sort of ministry is something that we're all called to. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so we should be seeking that out. Um, but I think a lot of times God, and I've seen this in my own life mm-hmm. multiple times, God does bring things your way that that maybe you're not sure if this is the Lord or not, but you need to be willing to say yes to that. Like I can think of um, two different scenarios, like m- me coming out to to be here um, on staff. Like like the the whole story of me coming out as a student is a crazy one, and and maybe we'll, you were we'll, a bad student. Well, like you were <laughs> like if I had to guess one person, like you, that's just kidding. He no, would not be one yeah, to say he on was staff. not. Like, I, well, but I'm I, yeah, I'm also talking about like. Leaving Illinois to come yeah. out here, that's a story in of itself. Oh, that's true. But coming back here to work was just, oh, I liked a girl, Jessica, my wife now. Um, that's part of why I wanted to come back. The other reason I wanted to come back is um, I just like the ministry. So God used those desires to bring me back here, and now it's turned into, you know, 10, 11 years of being here in a row. The other, the other, so that is like, oh, God gave me a desire yeah. to, to come back. Yeah. And then he, he, obviously that was his plan for my life. The other thing I've seen is, um, I've been, I've been leading worship at, at CBC here mm-hmm. for the last, I think it's, um, since probably 2013, the summer of 2013. Well, leading is like 2018. I think it's been six years, but I've been on the worship team for a while, but, um, we had a worship leader, um, when I was, when I first started being on team, um, his name was Adam Brown. He was a uh, alumni here, and he led. I started playing bass, and he was here for like two years, two three years. Um, then him and his wife moved away, and then the next year we had an alumni, <laughs> or not an alumni, we had a, student. a current student lead worship at church, and um, he did a great job, but. Mike Moyer and I, he plays drums at church. We were talking like towards the end of that year, you know, what are we going to do? You know, I don't think it's, it's a a responsibility that we need to put on a student to lead worship while you're, you know, while you're here for the first time having, Oh, we need someone to lead worship. I don't think that's right. And so we were talking like, what are we going to do next? Um, And I'm like, well, you know, I've already been, been on team for a while. I guess, I guess I'd take it over. And he's like, yeah, like, I play drums, but I'll help as much as I can. Um, and so I just, I took that first, if you want to call it a step of faith, you can. Um, but I just, I accepted the challenge of... There was a need and you took it. There was it. a need, yeah. yeah, and I filled it. And, yeah. you know, I've been doing it ever since. And I can just see how, like, if you, people who know me now, oh, yeah, he, he plays he plays music and he sings, but... He didn't back then. Growing up, that was not me. Like, like I, I took piano lessons 
for a while. So I could play piano. Twelve uh, plays that you were in? Well, when I was musicals. in musicals too, but I I can't sing. Like, I couldn't sing. I can sing a little bit now. But you know who said that? Troy Bolton. But I was... <laughs> But I was an athlete. Like I just played sports. I didn't like. I knew guy. how to play some some piano because because mom made me take piano lessons. And I'm very grateful for that. And I also took a little bit of guitar, guitar. So I had some some background in music. And obviously, I was in some musicals. But it wasn't like oh, music is Wade's passion. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And I've actually seen you from your very first. I think you said six years. Yeah, that would have been my year, my school year. And so since then, I've seen you like change so much into and adapt into that role, and do a really good job actually. Yeah, yeah, me being here the last five years, it's been so cool to see Mm -hmm. how it's evolved and just how you are in charge and how you you know plan out the music. It's and you lead. I always look over at you, and you like mouth the words. I'm like, oh. Okay. <laughs> like, but I would say, fun. like, like you said, I think it's more the little steps you take, which yeah. aren't like big deal. Like it's not a big deal. It's like, oh, there's a need. Okay, they need a worship leader. I'll right. do that. Right. So yeah, and then case you step in point. Into it. That's what I did. I just yeah. oh, there's a need, and I filled it, and God's blessed me the whole way through it. And you know, I can definitely tell. You know, a lot of Sundays. I'm, and it doesn't happen as much anymore because um, obviously I'm more confident, but also we have a good team that we've had for a couple of years. You know, Joey and Gracie, you're on you're on team with me, and um, so it helps to have that that chemistry. But but early on, like I would be so freaked out, and <laughs> yeah. practice went horrible, <laughs> and I'm like, what am I doing? Like I just want to run away. Yeah. And then the service would go amazing, and yeah. it's like wow, like God really took care of us and mm-hmm. or you know took my fears and and showed me I didn't need to be scared about it because it's you know we're we're serving him mm-hmm. and we just want to do a good job and not be distraction. So I I've, I've definitely seen God, you know, bless the effort there which has been really really cool in my life. Mm-hmm. Um and yeah, I I most weeks I enjoy it. <laughs> <laughs> you do a great job. No, I I do like it. It just gets kind of stressful. He always sometimes. threatens. He's like, oh, maybe I'll just I'm going to quit. quit. Yeah. And I I say no, never. You're not quitting. <laughs> I think he has the I think he does a great job. He does a very good job. And I think just to kind of tie it up, it's like we need to make decisions not out of fear. I think it's mm-hmm. the big decision. Even when you came back like I remember talking to you, like that wasn't the it like you know, it was like you like Jessica at that time, but it wasn't mm-hmm. like a easy like it wasn't like from the get-go. It was always the easiest thing. I remember that right. winter I visited. Yeah. I was like, "Is it gonna ever work?" I'm like, "Dude, I, I don't even know." Man. Yeah, so we didn't even start dating. <laughs> and I was like, "You gotta, year. you gotta. This is hard. Man. Like, you can't do it. Like, so like the will of God. Yeah, that, mm. that's kind of what we're talking about. You know, how do you mm-hmm. how do you know what God wants Making you to do? Making decisions. It's it's He gives you desires. So I think you follow those desires, but then mm-hmm. you also be always ready and willing to take that step mm-hmm. um, to to fill a, to fill a need or to. Um, take the opportunity. You see an opportunity, take it. Don't don't be scared because guess what? If it's not God's will for your life, then he'll let you know. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. You're going to fail at He's gonna it. He's going to shut the door. Right. <laughs> Pretty fast. Yeah. <laughs> so you don't have to feel bad for trying because, oh, well, that wasn't God's will. Um, and I know that's an oversimplification, but I've just seen that in my life a couple of times, like big decisions like that. Um, you know, you can you can see... It worked out, and then looking back, oh yeah, that was God's will. And then you see all the little steps that that you you took to get there. Um, yeah. So I think that's a good exercise. So if you're like, well, am I doing what I you know I should be doing or whatever, you know, look back on your life and look 
look back at the the different places you've been, the different people you've met, and um, how God has used those to shape you into who you are now and to take you to the place you are now and all that sort of thing. Because it's, it's, it's hard looking forward to see God's will, but looking back, you can definitely see God's mm-hmm. will mm-hmm. in your life. So Remembering how where he's taken you and yeah. knowing he's going to take care of you. I future. would also say, like, often it's not even what you do. Does that make sense? It's like God puts you in a place where you would never have... Like, I can see with my life that the best things that ever happened to me were things I would have never planned, and God brought me to that place. And I have, kind of like Jay, like he mm-hmm. had no idea that he would be in music and he loves that. That's his passion. But God had, God just put him in there. Like he really had not much to do with it kind of. Mm-hmm. So I think, I think you're just faithful where you at and God will take you where he wants you to be. Should you be more proactive or should you be the guy? Like basically Jay in this story, he like. <laughs> Kind of like always wanted it, so he's a contractor. He like slowly works his way into it. Yeah. And then you, on the other side, you have furniture dude, and he's just chilling. He's like, dude, actually, this is awesome. Like, I would love to be furniture guy, but that is, I've never gotten the call. I feel like <laughs> should I be more like Jay? Maybe that is what Wade's talking about. God puts the desire because yeah. Jay had the ba- like the desire. Right. The other dude was just kind of Some chill. people get desires, and some people just kind of live life. That's kind of me. <laughs> I think I'm supposed to be Jay. But, but even Furniture Guy, he, he took that step and said, yes. <laughs> Poor guy. I don't Is need... that Barrett or Barrett. Jared? <laughs> we don't know them well enough to know which one. But, 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 you know, he did say, yes, I'll come play with you. So, like, he did yes. make it. He make was not afraid. He could have been afraid. Right. So yeah. that goes back to... Don't make a decision out of fear. Be like, yes. well, hey, that will, that's a great opportunity. Yeah. So, yeah, he's like, oh, obviously he knew he was going to be singing worship songs and sharing the gospel. So he wasn't shying away from that. Do and f- then while he was doing it, he's like, oh, this is pretty cool. Let's keep it going. Here's a question. Do you feel like girls could be more no. the ones? <laughs> girls are Okay. Okay, bye. <laughs> Yeah, that's it for now. <laughs> Let's go to prayer requests. <laughs> it just cuts off where I'm talking. <laughs> We're back. Okay. Girls, they are more the ones who wait and don't take the initial steps. And guys are the ones who initiate. But I'm just talking about regular yeah. life, not even dating-wise. Yeah. Uh, I think uh, it's a mixed bag. Yeah, I think a lot of it would depend on personality. There are some go-getter girls. Yeah, it's yeah. it's a personality trait. Because some girls, they do go after it. It's like, all right, she she yeah, got super, what she wanted. Super driven. <laughs> and I'm not going to go into any more detail. It's true. No, I've seen that happen. <laughs> Just look at Joey's love life, and that'll show you everything you need to know. <laughs> no, it, I, you know, I think even guys can be super passive yeah. and mm. not jumping at that. So. It comes down to how confident you are in in what you think God's doing with your life, and personality plays a big role. Yeah, you know, some people are just generally more apathetic or generally more type A. I'm gonna go go after yeah. everything I can. Yeah. So interesting. It's like regardless, God's will is gonna take place. Yeah. <laughs> but and that's kind of the cool thing. Like it takes we have pressure a choice, off. But but you're still yeah. You, like you said earlier, it's all about faithfulness. You're still. Mm-hmm required to be faithful in what what god's mm-hmm. given you mm-hmm. um but it does take the pressure off for me when i know that oh uh, yeah like this is where god always was 
intending for me to be and for me to do it. You know what I'm saying? So I just, now that I'm here, continue to, to take opportunities and continue to trust him that this is what he wants me to do. So, yeah. Have you read the uh, Just Do Something book? I have. Oh, okay. I think so. I was like, he's got a lot of points. From it. I just finished reading it. But, you just did? Yeah. I haven't read it in a long time. Was that, what were they saying that about God's will? That's pretty much, pretty like, much. it's like, if it's outside of his, mor- like, if it's a moral issue, then it's not a choice at all. But yeah. if it's outside of that, do what you want. Do kind of what you want. Like, yeah. don't, don't overthink about it. He's like, you're waiting until yeah. something happens, but you can just go do it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that was a good conversation. I, I think that's a neat topic. It's always kind of, the will of God is, is an interesting topic. Yeah. But. Um, just wait for the phone call. What I <laughs> just wait for the phone call. <laughs> Keep wait working at the furniture store. <laughs> Keep working at the furniture store. That's how you call uh, Wade's still waiting for Southern Salvation's yeah. call. Wade is still waiting. Like Moses waited till he's like forty, so, so that's what I think. I'm not even forty yeah. yet. No, it's like true. Moses' life. Did Corey Tin Boom? She was like sixty-five, and her life starts. So that's what I think. Sometimes, like maybe, maybe, maybe one day, crazy at sixty. I'll be part of a quartet. It's not that you want what Corey Tin Boom had. I mean, <laughs> but that was like her life. St- like that was exactly like that before was that. She's like, they're like, what did you do, Corey? She's like, well, I've, I don't know. <laughs> just kind of hang out, I guess. Just kind of. That's what I'm pre Corey Tin Boom. Pre, yeah. Whatever my. We're just waiting. Uh, for my adventure is a just waiting for the call. camp. No, adventure is or a call. <laughs> <laughs> waiting for your call. Well, while Joe's waiting for his call, you guys can send us some stuff. You can send us. Um, life advice, uh, things you need, or you can still send us your best stories about Snow or Jared, and we'll read those. And um, coming up might be a little choppy for the next couple of weeks because I'll be gone. Uh, I'm taking a big trip, doing a couple of different things, so I'll be gone for a couple of weeks. We'll try to keep it going as is, but there might be a couple of episodes that are just me, or wow. maybe we'll have we'll call in or something. But then. While we're on the cruise, I had a really cool idea that we could. Um, Pastor Don's going to do some some ancient man talks, so maybe we can record some of those for you guys. And then also, we'll have a lot of alumni on the cruise, so I thought we could have like this huge meet and greet. That'd be cool. We'll, we'll see what it what's like, but <laughs> with all of our microphones, maybe maybe <laughs> it's I'm just sitting down in a corner and people can come and say hi, um, something like that. Um, but we'll, we'll keep, we'll keep it going every week. It just might get a little bit different, um, until probably the middle of May. It'll be about a month. Um, but we'll, we'll keep it going for you guys. And, uh, it just might be slightly different. So, um, do we have any new prayer requests this week? You guys can continue to pray for, uh, Beretta who has cancer and, um, um, I guess I will mention uh, my grandma, uh, my mom's mom. Um, she's just, you know, slowing down, and um, she can't really take care of herself anymore. And it's been hard for my grandpa and hard for my mom and, and her siblings. So um, you can be praying for um, my grandparents. And, um, you know, just as you get older, things things slow down and um, things get harder. So yeah. definitely be praying for them and, and for grandpa. You know, it's hard when... Um, your spouse isn't doing well, mm. and it's it's a blessing. You know, Grandma's not in pain. You know, she's not sick or anything. She's just getting old, and mm-hmm. um, yeah, I think they're they're late eighties, so they're they're pretty old. But um, 
All right. Anything else, guys? No. no. It was fun. Yeah. We'll see you guys next week. Yeah. yeah. Sounds good. We'll see you guys next week.